Okay, hi everybody. Uh, welcome to the Adventure Zone. I am uh, your internet father, Clint McElroy. Don't say that. That's bad. That's a That's kind of weird. A title Is that a bad like thing? That. Weird. Yes, yeah, no good. Definitely a weird look. All right, I'll back off of that. I am your GM, your Clint game McElroy? master, the general manager. Oh, along with my uh, my three sons. Go ahead and identify your guy, self, this guys. Is a, I, I want to say, this is a weird start. Are we assuming that people listening to this episode have never heard this before? Yeah, yeah. I'm anticipating a whole new influx it's of new fresh blood. start. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm the oldest brother, and I'm portraying the dual roles of uh, Irene Baker and Cardala. I'm Travis I- McElroy. I'm the middlest brother, and I am portraying Nadia Jones. Folks around here call me Griffin McRoy. I'm playing the role of Remy, and I'm going to try to watch how much I talk, because I got a lot of tweets from people, maybe a little mean-spirited, accusing me of backseat uh, DMing during the <laughs> world-building episode we did. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch that, because I was very sensitive about that, and it did hurt my feelings, and maybe Aww. maybe it was maybe it was on me, but words hurt, and f- my feelings are fragile. Well, here's well, the, pol- the, the real question we have to address, then, is, is it... Let's take it back to backseat driving. Is it backseat driving if the driver has no idea where they're going and you in the backseat are giving helpful directions? If the driver of the car is some sort of baby who's never driven a car before, or right. perhaps a big wild dog who jumped in through the window, yeah, I would backseat drive on that one. Because otherwise, I'll tell you what, if I get us lost, you guys could step in. How's that sound? Um, okay. That sounds good. We should mention that you should go listen to the world building episode if you want to know everything about the thing we're doing, because I think Dad just kind of wants to hop into it, right? Yeah, and well, there'll be some recapping involved okay. in that process. I mean, so we, we, also did like, we did like a whole hour and a half long episode. Yeah, we did a lot. We should also yeah. mention that we're using Roll20, and we're going to not refer to the board that you've put together, because the visual element won't necessarily carry over, but there's a lot of very good, very stretched out JPEGs on of, this baby. A lot, of, a lot of dad put together this imagery, and there's a lot of fun with aspect ratios happening. Yeah, that's really... <laughs> It looks like there's three laser barriers. I I like that in Dad's clip art search, he apparently found two, like, people kind of icons, and the rest are a cat, what looks like a blood splatter but purple, a glowing blue eye, a brain. A floating brain. I can't wait to talk to brain. Uh, I went ahead and screen capped this, so somebody tweet at me and remind me, and I'll I'll get it out there for you. Uh, Dad, weave us us a tail. I want it. I shall. All right. You three are brand new recruits to an organization called the Do Good Fellowship. Uh, and it basically is a humanitarian organization that goes around the world helping people in trouble. It's a very simple edict of, of what they do. Um, and you three are part of the newest expansion of this organization. Um, up till now, they've been sort of like a think tank, creating ideas identifying trouble spots, but now they want to get boots on the ground. So they have instituted a new program where they are bringing in their next circle, I guess. And these are operatives, and you are three of the 12 new operatives that are being brought in. So your three characters were were brought in on these really cool little VTOL, vertical takeoff and landing ships, uh, called skimmers, called so because they kind of skim along the surface of the water or on the land or whatever. 
and reported to a place that you have affectionately so, wait, nicknamed. Just to, just to clarify, they do vertical takeoff and landing and get two inches off the ground. <laughs> yeah, they're just it's every. It's not what the, sh- the the they're designed to do. It's just all the pilots at the fellowship are just real, just cocky pieces. Of <laughs> I shit. want you to visualize this: that there's this spray up behind them as they skim along. Oh, the I got ocean that spray. Surface. I got that spray. Oh yeah, spray yeah. spray locked in. It's very um, Baywatchy. In- are we on the Berg right now, the headquarters for the Fellowship? Yeah, we, we have flown into the Berg, which is the giant floating platform headquarters for the Do Good Fellowship uh, that is located towards the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. So it's outside of United States territorial waters and outside any other. I do a murder because nobody can do anything about it. What's up? Yeah, I open a floating you guys, casino. You have, it is a giant floating casino of hope. <laughs> um, <laughs> so right off the bat when you land you land separately there's three different vehicles these skimmers by the way are like drones they are operated from the actual berg themselves what's the beverage so, service like there are some light beverages but if you mm-hmm. want wine or beer you have to pay oh that's how they get everything you. else is complimentary and there's peanuts and these are specially grown peanuts I'm allergic they don't to cause peanuts allergy. Oh, okay. So I was going to say I'm allergic to peanuts. You're saying I've eaten peanuts for the first time. Yeah. And not, I'm adding, by the way, the aspect allergic to peanuts to my sheet. So the very first event, you're, you're greeted by your, your three department heads, uh, your separate department heads. Uh, Remy, you are in information technology. Uh, Irene is in humanities. And uh, Nadia, you are in research and development. So you are greeted by your three department heads. Um, Nadia's department head is named Joe. Remy's department head is Potts, and Irene's department head is Grace. You will be you will be meeting all three of these like right now. Great. So after a quick a quick stop to freshen up in your quarters, you go to this what they're calling a mixer, and that's where our first scene takes place. Question um, one: Is it mandatory? Yes. Okay. Yes. Then, then Nadia is there. Okay. Right off the bat, you're you're mixing with strangers, so I know that's that's not exactly Nadia's wheelhouse. I want you it's to picture there. It's not that she there's... can't do it. I want to be clear. It's not that she right. can't do it. Doesn't prefer it. She has more important things to do with her time. Remy's Remy's pressing the flesh. Gross I, and gross, gross, gross. Is that an aspect? Is that one of her aspects? What? Yes, she has better things to do with her time than. That's not really people. an aspect. That's just a fact. It, it fits in with my overarching aspect of uh, values, logic over humanity. Hyper focused scientist, I would say that falls under. There you go. Okay. Well, when you walk in this gigantic room, it's called the Fellowship Hall, and it's kind of a general purpose meeting, debriefing, you know, kind of a, a, a very flexible arrangement. And you notice when you walk in through the door, there are three screens covering almost the entirety of the other three walls. Directly in front of you is a great big screen that has the 24 questions logo, the 2-4 question mark logo, which is very important to the Do Good Fellowship. Uh, and that screen has like this big representation of the uh, of the logo on it and kind of a scroll at the bottom that's keeping you up to date on local weather and, you know, events Kino going numbers. on. Yeah, yeah, and, and music that's playing. Um, we'll get to that in just a minute. But in front of that screen, great big, free, open, self-serve bar. Nice. So right now, off the bat, the, the bartender is, is, is uh, an anomaly in my, in my graphic. 
Tell me the more sc- about the bartender because he looks very stretched He's out. He's not. There's, that's not there. I shouldn't have. Is that I his, pa- tried is to is crop that his power <laughs> that he can stretch super good? It, it's yeah. I tried to crop him out, but I failed. No, basically. no, no, Dad. I'm sorry. I know you're new to this, but when you GM um, a game and you have the chance to create a bartender, you create the hell out you of that bartender. Need to make a bartender. So I know there's. Well, let's just say that uh, one of the department heads is is working bar. Um, That's fine. Uh, oh, let's say Parson. Parson is, is tending bar just as a lark. This is a very small operation. There are 24 people on this base covering all these different jobs. And uh, Parson is the department head of risk understanding. And I know this right. because dad has helpfully created a cheat sheet of all the characters and their positions. On the left side wall, the giant projection screen has uh, this really cool, like, color-coded map of the Berg, uh, where all the different sections are, and uh, every so often it'll zoom in and show the different, the the people that work there, and show some of the things that they do, kind of a um, an industrial film about the Do Good Fellowship. Uh, and over on the right side, projection screen is just cutting to different shots of the actual mixer, the different people at the mixer and what they're doing. Maybe there's some dancing. There's a dance floor in the middle. of People are dancing because the music is playing constantly. In front of that screen is this really cool high-tech jukebox where you just go. It's voice activated, and you can make a request of practically any song on the planet. And so you look up on that screen uh, the 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 middle screen and there's a part of the scroll is the songs that are playing and who they're by and who requested it. So uh, there there's music playing. Uh, you've got the bar in front of the top screen. You've got the jukebox on the right side. There are four tables about I don't know about chest high, abdominal high. No seats. There's no chairs. This is a mixer. They don't want people sitting and, and just staying there. And then you've got four tables at the different corners of the room with all kinds of different food, all finger food, tapas kind of thing from all over the world, different they got, things. They got things sliders? That are, any they what? Got, uh, sliders? They need, they oh, they sliders? make sliders of, of every... There's a whole table of nothing but sliders. Oh, but sliders? Gross! Remy's going on what he's called a slider quest, which is he's going from table to table just... Trying all the sliders because maybe there's different sliders at the other table. Uh, no, it's the yeah. same slider, but I'll keep trying. All four of these tables have all these different kinds of foods and all these different, uh, different really interesting things. And like I said, the jukebox, the songs don't stop. People keep going up the jukebox and making song requests. You got the four food stations. You got the full open bar where you could serve yourself. Um, but uh, Parsons decided he'll just have some fun and. And he'll get up there. Um, Alphabet City by Prince, requested by Abby, is playing right now. At least that's what the scroll says. And so I look at I look at Abby and give her a big thumbs up. Yeah, yeah good call. It's, it's playing. So you got your four tables, six people at a table, and the table that you are at right now is the table that has you uh, three and your three uh, directors sitting there. So. This seems to be kind of the meet and greet portion of uh, of the mixer. So take the opportunity to uh, to kind of get to know each other. Your department heads have introduced you just barely, but you know I think everybody at the table would like to know a little bit about you. 
So Nadia gets up she- to go request a song. Okay. What is, what does Nadia request? Uh, I'm going to type it in the chat. Oh, boy. Okay. If it's going to be like LMFAO, that would be quite a surprise for... Oh, Justin actually wrote Aspect Allergic to Peanuts. Thank you. <laughs> okay. That's a very good song for Nadia. She Blinded Thank Me you. With Science is playing by Thomas Dolby. So it says, She Blinded Me With Science by Thomas Dolby, requested by Nadia. So that's that's that starts thrumming up after Alphabet City. Grace? Um... I, uh, I I wanted you to know I I I, uh, I checked on Godfrey's uh, 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 insurance. You you were asking me he'll be eligible um, next month, the first of the month, if he wants to switch because it's on an every six month basis. So he'll he'll be able to switch then. I I, I that's nice, Irene. But this Any this is a party, there? honey. This is a party. You don't have to worry about I, working. I know. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I I just wanted to let you know that I I'll I'll, I'll so I'll check in with him on it. Yeah. And, sorry, I'm really nervous. Uh, don't worry. Do you want to you want to share a little bit, honey? But you know, with your person, you want know, to tell each other about each other. Do you want to tell everybody about yourself? You guys want to ask uh, ask Irene a question? No. I feel like I know. I, I probably know Irene because I have an aspect that is sort of Irene focused. Unless you don't want that. Unless you want this to be the first time we met. But I'm just thinking she's in human resources. I've probably dealt with her at some point. Probably not. She's. Met, I feel like is, she's probably met everybody but on a pretty cursory basis. Yeah, you've only been here for like a day or two. So, you know, you know about each other. You know about each other, Remy, okay. because you're in information technology. And I've read their been, emails. And, you, and you've been... <laughs> And you <laughs> and you've been gathering information through the the process. You guys went through this really long, detailed interview process and screening process to get vetted. So, do you guys want to share anything about each yeah, other? Yeah. So I, I I look at Irene and I say I'm actually I'm actually pretty relieved because uh, for a second there I thought you were asking us to say grace before we ate dinner, which seems like an irresponsible thing for somebody in HR to do. Do you want a slider? And I motion to the pyramid, the slider pyramid that I built on the table. Uh, yeah. Um, what, are, what, what kind are they? Meat and bun. But just take it from the top and not from the bottom because I don't want it to fall over. I've worked pretty hard on this. Is the top one? Is that okay? Yeah, I didn't touch it super a lot. Okay, I'll, I'll have the top one. Th- thanks. And, and she And she does. Adding aspect, <laughs> slider fall. <laughs> um, Nadia during this is is scribbling out various uh, formulae on uh, napkins, on cocktail napkins. Uh, I look at Nadia and I say, uh, you know, it's a party, right? I don't think we have to be working right now. Oh, no, this is this is fun. I'm I'm it's a thought experiment where I try to challenge myself to see if I can come up with a formula that I can't solve so far. Not yet. I just want to check on something. This is Justin now. Uh-huh. I just want to know sort of what the next few months of my life are going to be like. Are your guys' character voices just not just they're just you guys? Mine's more. Is that mine's sort of kind of me, doing? but like very well, positive. Here's the thing. Yeah, is this I, your way around the Justin McElroy character voice? Sort I was of trying to come up policing? with a character voice for Nadia, and I I feel like it'll find itself. You know? Yeah. What I mean? Let's not let's All not right. sweat it. Let's, I don't want to steal anything. And I'm doing 22 character voices. Yeah, tell me at about least. it. So that's great. Um, um, I asked Nadia if she can use math to help me with my burger pyramid. Maybe there's some way that I can make it sort of more structurally sound using some sort of formula. You want you want me to stop what I'm doing 
to help you figure with out the, how to stack your small burgers. Burger pyramid. Yeah, they yeah, sliders. They call them sliders. There's a name for it. Okay. Maybe you could try eating one small burger at a time and leaving some for everyone else? Oh, no, I'm going to wimpy down on pretty much all of these, but... <laughs> great, 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 great. I'm going to go back to my napkin now. Excuse me. Nadia, I I, I hate to interrupt. I, I did want to mention, just as long as we're both here... Um, yes, HR person. I, I did still need the your expense reports for your meals on the way in here. I, I right, don't know right, if you right. saw... I asked everybody to send those in as soon as you can. Um, it's, no, no, it's not a big no, deal. Totally. It's not a big rush. I, I'm sorry. Can. I'm I'm just, uh, yeah, you know what? That one's on me because I was working on life-saving technology oh, and science. Yeah. But you know what? Now that you mention it, it is important that I get you that Wendy's receipt. So, um, yeah. Hell yeah, Wendy's. I, cool. <laughs> At this point, Joe, Joe speaks up. Uh, uh, listen, uh... Listen there, Nadia, okay. this is a party, and everybody, you, starting tomorrow, you guys are going to be pretty busy with your work and with the big changes in your life. <laughs> so why don't you just blow off a little steam and get to know each other, okay? Love that. Love that voice, dude. Where are you from? Fargo. Excellent. Um, Dad got about three seconds into that before Travis typed in the chat. Aspect, Nadia does not care for Joe. (laughs) Well, you know, nobody does like their boss. Nobody cares for their boss. Like three syllables. Just then, uh, She Blind Me With Science is starting to end. It was a big choice, too. Put put quite a few people on the dance floor. Excuse me. And Nadia goes and requests it again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before it plays... Um, everybody wants to rule the world by tears for fears requested by Martine that shows up, uh, after a few minutes of this incredibly warm and bonding conversation, uh, Hugh, uh, gets up. Where did I put Hugh? Is Hugh the floating brain or the cat? No. Diversity inclusion. Yeah. Diversity inclusion. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Hugh gets up and Hugh says, hi everybody. My name is Hugh. Uh, welcome Hi, to our Hugh. get together. It's uh, it's. I'm happy to have you all here. Now, I'm kind of introducing the the next phase of our our little program. Um, I'd like everybody, if you aren't already at your tables, to please move to your to your tables. Uh, and uh, the other department heads are uh, are bringing to your tables where to your spot. These uh, well, I guess we're calling them swag bags. Uh, these swag bags are uh, are our gift to you, but more than just gifts, they're things that you're you're really going to uh, to want to use. There an iPod Touch in here? I didn't know how bad I wanted to hear that voice say the word swag until you did it, and now swag bag change swag. And uh, it, we welcome you to the Do Good Fellowship here at the Berg, and. Uh, we are based, I think you already know this from your own research and from when we talk to you, that we are based on the old concept of of the junto that Ben Franklin started centuries ago. And every meeting of the junto started with 24 questions. And uh, uh, those 24 questions are very important to how we operate here at uh, at the Do Good Fellowship. So I think you all have copies of them. I'd like to share those questions with you. I'd like you to each take a couple and and read them out loud. And uh, 
And so, um, so this is kind of like our Pledge of Allegiance, but we'll do it uh, separately. I'm going to start with this uh, table over here. And you hear these voices, and they start to read the 24 questions. Have you met with anything in the author you last read remarkable or suitable to be communicated to the junto, particularly in history, morality, poetry, physics, travels, mechanic arts, or other parts of knowledge? What news story have you lately heard agreeable for telling and conversation? Three, hath any citizen in your knowledge failed in his business lately? And what have you heard of the cause? If you were to look over at Irene during this, you would note, and you looked closely, you would notice her mouthing the words. She's like deeply, deeply into this. Well, then I let her I, go I next. Also, I also want you to know that uh, when number three is read, have any citizen in your knowledge failed in his business lately? Um, Nadia is just like staring at Remy. I did my best. I'm ta- I don't notice because I'm taking notes because I really want to ace this test. Let's start with your table. Irene, why don't you start? What? Unhappy effects of impertinence have you lately observed or heard of imprudence, of passion, of any other vice or folly? Have you or any of your acquaintances been lately sick or wounded? If so, what remedies were used and what were their effects? Remy, would you take over, please? Oh, can I do one? I'm sorry. Can I do one more? I, okay, do my, one more. Ten's my favorite. Who do you know that are shortly going on voyages or journeys if one should have the occasion to send by them? Okay, Remy? Yeah, sure. Uh, Do you think of anything at present in which the Junto may be serviceable to mankind, to their country, to their friends, or to themselves? Uh, Hath any... Hath? When was this? Okay. Uh, Hath any deserving stranger arrived in town since last meeting that you heard of? And what have you heard or observed of this character or merits? And whether you think you, it lies in the power of the Junto to oblige him or encourage him as he deserves... This is you out of character. You know- Listener, that was number 12. We're halfway there, baby. We told you it was going to be rough going. We're going to read this very... <laughs> I thought something was going to explode, honestly. I thought we were going to get three questions in, and he was going to be like, and then Skeletor is we- like, fuck all this. All right, can we post this, too? Uh, yeah, the sure. whole list? Yeah. Yeah, post yeah. the whole list, and we'll move on. And we'll then they on. did the rest of them, and everyone was into it. And this is sort of like a, as a propeller spun. It cut to the end of the list. Number twenty-four. <laughs> Do you see anything amiss in the present customs or proceedings of the junto, which might be amended? Ooh, good. I'm glad you skipped to that one. Yeah. And this is like the Kiwanis that they say the Kiwanis pledge at the beginning of of every of every, every lunch meeting, meeting they stand there and they read these 24 questions 24. well the kiwanis now don't have 24 hour and 15 minutes has passed we shall begin the meeting of the junto so we're going to give you a little bit more time to uh, to check out your uh, your swag bags so uh, these swag bags are I, I it's not really fair to call them swag bags because they do have uh, a purpose they're almost they're like cylindrical almost made of uh, made of a kind of unusual fabric like a duffel bag, but you can wear it as a backpack or you can wear it as a duffel bag. And there's a flap, and the flap has a triangular indentation on the front of it. Um, I think there's been some kind of mistake because my swag bag is just filled with koozies. No, you haven't like opened it yet. Seventy koozies in here. Is that weird? <laughs> you haven't um, opened it yet. I have a um, I have a aspect which is just restless. So I think like I'm definitely into these questions. And I definitely want to do a good job today. Uh, it's very important to me that I do that. But like I am definitely opening that bag like while the last few questions are being read because I just can't wait anymore. How did you open it? I popped open that triangular latch. I just started. Fiddling how did with that. you? How did? How did you do that? With my adult 
hand. No. Well, cl- your clothes. Your tongue. With my tongue. Do you want me to ki- French kiss the bag? I, fr- I try to French kiss the bag, but Nadia's I guess that- just watching this. With your fingerprint. Okay, I stick my thumb right in that opening. And it pops open. Y'all, just thumb it. Just thumb it right in there. Thumb it. Yeah. You all do that. Inside these swag bags, the first thing you notice are these really cool vests. These are like utility vests in the fact that there are inside pockets and outside pockets. These will hold all your electronics, your cell phones, your tablets, your anything else. Um, And they're like a dark charcoal gray. And you notice there's another triangular indentation on the left breast of these vests. I put my fidget Um, spinner in it and spin it. It doesn't. I don't think anything happens there. I don't think that was the solution to the puzzle, but I just wanted to establish Remy does have at least one fidget spinner. Inside the swag bags, in addition to that, are triangular badges that have the uh, the 24 question mark logo on it. But when you touch it, boom, a picture of you pops up on the badge. And it is triangular Whoa. shaped. It is triangular shaped. Um, I take the badge and I put it on the vest where the hole yeah. is. And it kind of makes a little sound, and more information about you pops up on the badge. Your name, uh, your department, and your DH. Like, Remy, Remy loves gadgets and tech shit so much that this is just, this is, a, this is, one, this is wonderful for him. He is, he is, with childlike glee, just opening all the pockets and, and touching all the things. Nadia doesn't we- really wear badges. Um, well, I, have a, I had a question. Does Nadia like know about this stuff ahead of time? Because we talked about that a little bit. That she's in R and D, which I don't know if she knows what this bag and badge. And she's. I don't think she's familiar with this technology. But coming okay. up, technology that she is familiar with. Also inside the bags are these small like pointers, pen lights. But when you thumb the little bulb on it, you really can't see any reactions. So you kind of put those up and a and a bag of Worthers. Nice. Yeah. Count. Really? I just stuck it in. Yeah, I'm just looking for sponsorships. Oh. Okay. Uh, by the way, Walk the Dinosaur by Was Not Was, requested by Pridmore, has shown up on the scroll. On I, like the- a Pridmore yeah. with, I like a Pridmore with a sneer. Not my favorite. Not even um, throws the thumbs up. That song rules. <laughs> Hugh also mentions that when you activate the, uh, the vests with those badges... The, the fabric itself takes on almost like a protective armor kind of thing. It's very, it, it will, I mean, it's not going to stop a mortar or, but it might deflect a blade. It might deflect bullets, uh, something that might come in very handy uh, when you guys start going on, on your missions. And so while you're looking at the, the bags, uh, again, there's a little lull in uh, what's going on. Uh, so Hugh says, uh, we'll let you look at your stuff and kind of share with each other and, uh, we'll continue with our activities in, uh, in just a few minutes. So what do you do? I look at everybody at my table and I say, Hey, I gotta say this is starting to feel a little bit like a test kind of maybe a little bit. Anybody else kind of getting that vibe that then maybe we should be on our best behavior right now. Oh, see, I was going to say cult. Oh, it's not. I look at uh, Potts, the IT lead, and they're like, "This isn't a. It's not a cult, right? Because I can't. That doesn't Actually, sound great." The, the Duke Foundation is a charitable organization that's been working for a, a lot of years to make the world a better place. Uh, cult is is not actually accurate. 
Okay. Cool. I trust your I trust your instincts. Potts says, "Listen, I, I I understand where you're coming from, but no, it's not a cult. But we are true <laughs> believers. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, then. Fine. Oh, all right. That is, I w- I will point out that is what cults say. That is <laughs> like, what a cult would say. Oh, it's not. I think there's right. very, yeah, very few cults are like, oh yeah, it's a cult. <laughs> okay, we're a cult. <laughs> yeah, we're a big me. ass. We're a big ass cult. Uh, is um, this, Potts, is this a is this a test though? Is this because I want to? If it is, I want to do a good job. I just I'm kind of nervous now. Well, you know, I think that everything in life is a test. I mean, everything that you do, you're always being watched and and you're always being checked out. How you respond? It's not not in a judgmental way, but just you know, these even though we vetted you guys and and screened you and interviewed you. You know, there's still, you know, a getting to know period. It's not just you getting to know each other. It's us getting to know you, too. So it's a te- it is a, it tests. It's one. Of the, it's a test, I think, a little bit. All right. That's fine. <laughs> I got just this. then on the on the scroll on the screen says the dance by Garth Brooks requested by Gray. Gray. Killing me. Gray loves country music. You guys No, uh, yeah. at this point. A new person stands up. I will say also, the dance is a beautiful song that transcends genre. So I think they're fine. And it's and it is Garth Brooks. I mean, it's no Thunder Rolls, but it's all right. Colin Baton Rouge. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh God! Crank yes. that. So Martine stands. Justin rec- Justin goes up and requests Colin Baton Rouge by Garth Brooks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Justin, I'm there. Purple Roses of Cairo. Justin into is the there. He's <laughs> crashed the party. Uh, Martine stands. Introduces herself as Martine. She's the head of. Uh, of security, uh, and she overheard Remy uh, asking Potts if this is a test, and she smiles. Uh, you can tell that she uh, she has a sense of humor about her. Uh, she says that uh, we've designed a, a fun exercise so everybody can get to know each other. Yay! And she says, department heads? And all the department heads leave the tables. Uh, uh, just quick question: Is this mandatory? Yes, it is. Is it okay. just the three of us in here? Are there like no? The other operatives are at the other. Tables. There's like what nine others? Is that right? There are nine others. Okay, right. So as they're leaving through the one exit, there's only one exit. As they're leaving through the exit, Joe kind of looks back uh, over his his shoulder and says, uh, "See you tomorrow, you guys." As they leave, Martine gets ready to leave, and she says, "Here's how the test works." Egg spoon race. I have fingers crossed, like hunched over. Egg spoon race. Egg spoon race. God, I'll crush a fucking egg spoon race. You have one goal, and that's the to egg leave across the, the floor. Egg room with the spoon, please. To leave the room, all you have to do is your table mates and you have to leave the room in the correct order, and the door is left open as they walk out. Hey everybody, this is Griffin McElroy, your, well, I, well, I guess I'm just your best friend now, because I, your game player and best friend. Thank you for listening to The Adventure Zone. It's the first proper episode 
of the first sort of mini experimental arc that we're going to be doing as we transition into season two. Uh, and I'm so happy to be playing and I'm so happy to see what my dad has, has made for us and happy to be playing a new game, Fate, and checking out this new genre. And it's, it's all, we're all super, super excited and we hope that you are as well. Um, if you did not, you, you may want to go back and listen to the world building episode we did a couple weeks ago. If you are sort of lost about these characters in this world, um, or how the game works, uh, you can find all those explanations in the setup episode that we did uh, for the last episode. But yeah, uh, otherwise, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, and we'll be back in a couple weeks with uh, another episode of Taz Commitment. Uh, for right now, though, let's talk about some of our sponsors. Hello, it's me, the Internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier. For anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity, start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. 
April 25th is Taz. April 24th is my brother, my brother, and me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. This first Jumbotron, uh, I, I want you to check out Death by Cliché by Bob Defendi, now on Amazon. And this is their copy. Or you'll make a kitten cry. Seriously, what have you got against kittens, you monster? Nothing. They're small cats. They're really good. Big cats are good. Small cats are just mwah, perfect. Death by Cliché is about a game designer who is, whoa, shot in the head by a fan and ends up in the worst game of all time based on a true... A true story. Uh, it's a warm, fuzzy story of massive brain trauma, or it isn't. The main character doesn't know for sure, and so neither do you. Really, it's one of the few bits of narrative integrity in the damn book. Well, let's not spoil that then. That's Death by Cliché by Bob Defendi, now on Amazon. Uh, here's another one. This one is for the Unorthodox Tactics crew, and it's from Ben who says, uh, I want to thank the best D&D group I've ever had the honor of DMing for so that everyone knows you're the best. Thank you, Chris, Joe, Stuart, Kat, Eric, Nat, Mike, Noel, Tom, and Kate. Editor's note, holy shit, that's a big D&D group. How do you manage all these clowns at the same time, Ben? Just running amok all over your plans. Anyway, uh, that group of people who introduced me to this uh, crazy show in the first place, for which I am very grateful. You are all excellent players, role players, and most importantly, friends. I, he said friends. I made it friends. I don't know why I did that. I, I usually hate that. Hey, thank you for tweeting about the show using the the Zonecast hashtag. Uh, we we sure do appreciate it, uh, and we appreciate you spreading the word as we sort of work through these experimental arcs. We always worry whenever we try new things in our podcasts about you know listeners dropping off. So anything you can do to help us uh, spread spread the word, we don't pay to advertise the show at all, and so we entirely rely on word of mouth for. Uh, how we how we grow, and we are so appreciative of everybody who's shared the show and said nice things and left nice iTunes reviews. It's it's it really really means a lot to us. Um, I don't think I have anything else really to say here. Nashville, we're coming for you. Sunday, we'll have a new live episode up that I'm very excited. I've been planning for a little while now, and we'll probably put that up between these experimental arcs. Um, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, and until then, enjoy the rest of the episode, and we will be back with a new episode of Taz Commitment on November 2nd. I can't believe how fast this year is moving. Time's a flat circle. See you later. Just then, the scroll at the bottom of the screen says, West Palm Beach, Florida by Coldplay. Oh, God, we got to get out of this fucking room. Requested by blank. Well, I don't see any eggs or spoons, so I think that we should probably try to figure out this puzzle. Um, so is it the three of... It's like three people at each table? Is that what's happening? Yeah, three people at each table. Yeah. 
let me let me tell you who's at the tables. Table two, you guys are table one, even though you're in the bottom right hand corner. Um, at table two are Gray, Flanagan, and Addison. At table three, Sylvain, Liddy, and Jamie. And at four, Pridmore, Dagny, and Abby. First of all, Coldplay doesn't have a song. I'm, this is Remy. Coldplay doesn't have a sp- song called West Palm Beach, and I'm not proud that I know enough uh, about Coldplay. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's, that's. I mean, I'm f- more familiar with their older hits, like Garden State soundtrack era shit, but I'm pretty sure I've never heard a Coldplay song called West Palm Beach. Am I getting cell service in here? No. There is I no try to get, cell I try to get. There. I try to get out my cell phone to, like, fact check that, but... Is anybody here? Is anybody here? Oh, yeah. Irene's sort of yelling as much as she does. Um, uh, Is anybody here from West Palm Beach out of curiosity? Nope. I'm not. Nope. Okay. First, did anybody here request the song West Palm Beach, Florida by Coldplay? I would never request a Coldplay song. I know we just met, but you should know that about me. Okay. Anybody? Did anybody request this song? It said West Palm Beach, Florida by Coldplay, requested by, and there was blank. blank. Yeah, I think uh, I, I, Nadia's just trying to make sure before we move on to any sort of other investigation. Right. Um, West Palm Beach. All right, we have to leave this room in a certain order. I think I think we need to investigate some either the jukebox or the door or something, because I, I don't think we have enough information to solve this right now. Okay, yeah. What are you going to investigate? I am going to investigate... Now, Charles, you're making dice noises. Are you going to do... Oh, yeah, we got the thing in the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to have... Maybe there are people who only listen to the show to get, like, dice sound ASMR, Justin. You don't know. They can edit, they can edit it in their own. Well, that... Okay. I want to investigate the high-tech jukebox. How about that? Go for it. That's not good? No, that ain't uh, great, but I have plus three. And Travis rolled a negative one. We do need to save these things. Yeah, I rolled a negative one. Plus three is a two... Okay, when you go over to the high-tech jukebox, you notice that the song West Palm Beach, Florida by Coldplay is not in its database. Because it doesn't exist. And what are we hearing? Like, what are, what, are we hearing, like, an original Coldplay composition that they it, wrote just, specifically for this test? <laughs> it's just kind of a generic song that would sound You're describing a Coldplay like song. A, a, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, okay. So that's it. It's um, some kind of... Coldplay-ish music. I want. I want to roll notice just for the room, just to see. Like, a, this is basically perception check, right? So this will be like, uh, okay. Jesus Christ, that's zero. See, everything looks good to me. I, I, I'm. I'm still looking for spoons and eggs over here. So I. Um, but I. You know what? Even a zero, I think I will give you one. Okay. You notice that uh, at table two, Addison is really taking a long, hard look at the pin light pointer hmm. in his hand. Okay. Uh, Addison, did you figure something out? What's your, I don't know if we're supposed to be sharing information right now, but what's up with your, what's up with your pin? I'm not really that open to sharing the information with you, but, uh, you know, the fact that they would give us a light, and if you look at the, the little bulb thing, it does light up. It just doesn't shoot a beam of light that I can see. Uh Irene takes out her pen light. She's got it's the inverse of Cardala, so her uh, investigation is a plus two. And let me get that quick roll going. 
Uh, would love a good roll. Nope. Still no. That's a zero. So it's a two though, which in the ladder of fate is fair. Um, she uh, takes out her pen light and does a notice check um, around the room just to see if the light coming out of it sort of has any effect anywhere in the room. And you notice that uh, when you just kind of flash it around the room, it, it seems like there was a flash when you pointed it at Nadia. Weird. Okay, I pointed at her again. I try. I try. I, I am now also tricordering Nadia with my pen just to see if it also flashes. And I'm kind of scanning mm. myself with it. That's that's good. Okay. Palm. Oh, at the at palm. Your, yeah, I, I gotta shoot it at her beach. I mean, her no. palm. Shoot it at her <laughs> west palm. Your uh, left hand palm, I guess. You, you shoot it at her palm, and you see the number five eighty two. All right. So she has to leave the room five hundred eighty second. There's not but when you shine it on your own palms, nothing. Five eighty. Just then, the Ugh. scroll, the scroll on the bottom of the screen, says "Walking on Sunshine," and uh, it starts playing. Irene checks her feet with the light. Nothing. Uh, I check my feet with the light. Nope. I th- I'm sorry, Nadia. I think it's just you got stuff written all. Do you remember somebody writing five eight two on your hand? Man, I don't know. <laughs> All right, super helpful. Um, uh, I, Nadia checks her feet, I guess. Nothing. Okay. Now you've got, remember, there are three of you, and there are three other tables. Addison, did you, uh, have you figured anything else out? Because I, I, would, I would really love the help, and I, I want to make sure that, uh, that we, we can all sort of work together as a team. That's really important to me. So maybe if you kind of share something, then I can, I can share something. And I'm gonna yeah, use, we got a cool, uh, we got a number. It's got three digits, so that's three clues, uh, basically. That's uh, I'm going to use empathy to try okay, to uh, convince him. Um, well, that'd be rapport, probably, right? Empathy is like trying to tell if somebody's lying to you rap- or figuring out their rap- emotional state. Okay, yes, rapport, which she has a uh, plus three on rapport. So, uh, hell yeah, oh, Damn, hell yeah, that's good. a three. Oh, really good. That's a three plus plus three, plus three, so six, which in the fate system is fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, yeah, let me tell you. I feel like you know I've what? known you my whole life. Yeah, you're you're friendly, and you know I I like everybody. I try to get along with just about everybody. And hey, great Guga Muga, you are the the one of the nicest people this party. So let me Thanks. tell you this: Thanks. we got one. We 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 saw you guys shine on the palms, so we shine it on our palms. And Flanagan, Flanagan was the only one that had a marking on her hand, on her palm. It was a zero. Hmm. Okay, wait. So everybody at the tables, raise your hand if somebody at your table had something written on their hand when you shined the pen light on it. And if you haven't tried it yet, try it now. And table three starts to respond, but Jamie at table three makes him stop. And Jamie I'm going to intimidate the shit out of Jamie. Guys, don't don't tell him anything. Don't tell him anything. This is a competition, and I want to win it. I get uh, two. Well, so I rolled equal to zero plus two for intimidate to intimidate Jamie. Okay, in fate system two is fair. So Jamie says, um, "Why in the world would we want to help you beat us?" Fucker. 
Whoa! I don't like hearing my dad say that. Yeah, I. Your dad didn't. Jamie did. Nice. Uh, I look at it. I look at it. And she she reaches out and gives you a shove. Whoa! Nadia. Hey, Irene, you're in HR, right? You're seeing all this, just checking. I I, I got this. Yeah, I. Jamie, I would like you to look around this room, right? See everybody. Look everybody in the eyeballs. All of you together do not equal my mind. So you can either help me now, and I will help you in the future, or I will work and use every bit of my mind to ruin your time here. That works. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the whole time this conversation is happening, fucking Walking on Sunshine is playing, and that is so good to me. That's a very good scene that's happening right now. Jamie holds um, up her palm. You shine your light on her palm, and it says 467. Okay, so these are all distinct numbers. Um, can I check the jukebox and see if somebody requested Walking on Sunshine? You sure can. Martine do, did. I, Martin, Martine's not here, though, right? That's right. Hmm. I'm oh wait! On sunshine. We're still missing one number, right? It's four tables with three people. Third, fourth table. So the information, the information to be. Let me be fair. The information that came up when you checked the jukebox said "Walking on Sunshine" by blank, requested by Martine. It's Katrina and the Waves. Don't ask how Nadia knows that. Um, we all know a lot of things that we shouldn't. Yeah, we walk over to the other table, or I walk over to the other table and say, uh, do you, one of you have numbers on your palm that shows up when you shine the light on it? We, we have some, and we're happy to share it. Maybe we can work, work together. I watch a lot of Survivor, and it, it seems to help when you, you know, cooperate with the enemy a little bit. So what do, what do you say? Pridmore speaks up, and Pridmore says, Listen, I really need this job. Hell yeah. I really need to do well here, and anything I can do to curry favor with the people here in the fellowship, I'm going to do. So it just doesn't seem like to make a lot of sense to me to give up our information quite so easily. What, uh, what do you, what can you offer me? Um, I reached in my wallet. I have like $13 of a library card, GameStop membership. Um, Wait, hold on, hold on just one little second. Is that an Olive Garden card in there? Uh, yeah, it's not the pasta pass, but I think it has like 12 bucks on it. Uh, it's, that's, that's probably enough for some fettuccine. What do you say? I tell you what, give me the cash and give me the card. Oh. And we'll share our number with you. Really cleaning me out here. Of course I hand it over. It's nothing. Okay. <laughs> well, it's garbage. She loves pasta. Okay. Okay, is- show them, Abby. So Abby... It's Abby like Downton Abbey. Okay. Okay. Abby holds up his hand. You shine the light on it, and it's 602. What? Damn. Ooh. Okay. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. It, uh, this is nothing. Never mind. Are the numbers no. on? Are the numbers, uh, are the songs on the jukebox numbered? No. Damn, that would have been dope. Just All then, right. the scroll on the middle screen shows Color My World by Chicago. Requested by Jonesy. All right, we're getting back on track. Um, all right, Jonesy's the engineering head. Uh, Pridmore, does the song have any sort of significance to you or Jonesy? I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. I love the song. 
No, Chicago's a great Color band. Color my world. Yes, okay, okay. Fucking with belt it. Love. Uh, oh, the map. The map with all the different colored coded areas on it, right? Maybe that's anything. Maybe shine, shine, shine your light on that. Maybe, maybe something okay. will happen. Yeah, I shine my light on the map of the Berg. When you shine your light on the map of the Berg, all of a sudden it goes back to the main section. It goes back to the main map showing all of the different departments. And the colors, as I said, are color-coded. And each department has their own color. Cool. Okay. What is, uh, can you tell us IT, humanities, and R&D color? Sure. IT's color is amethyst, which is That's... a blue-violet. Okay. Uh, R&D's color is yellow, which is 582. And humanities is violet. Four oh three. Was there a number for amethyst? You didn't tell us that. Amethyst is four three nine. Okay, so we have some number. We have five eighty two, right? And that was was that the number that we started with? Yeah. So I'm yeah, five eighty two. So Wait, why do the colors numbers have from? numbers? Yeah, we're okay. You're telling us all of a sudden walking on sunshine plays again. Okay. Okay. But wait, okay, wait, wait. You're telling us in- okay. Ah, uh, it's the wavelengths of the visible spectrum. That's what the colors are. So zero is black. Okay. Um, and then as we go through, it's uh, violet is 380 or, yeah, 380 to 450. Blue is 450 to 495. Green is 495 to 570. Yellow is All of a sudden, table two stands up and starts moving towards the door. Well, stop, uh, stop, stop, stop. Don't, don't. Fuck it. Let's just go. Let's just go in order. Me. Uh, yep. Me, go. Me, All right. Remy, me, Remy, and yes, Gray Flanagan no. and Addison break into a run. Yeah, we're running too. Can I roll athletics? I'm super fast. But you can't get first. I have to. Go I know. First. Well, you're closer to the door. Okay, we're running. All yeah, right, we're we sp- running. We sp- sprint through it. Irene, me, Nadia. You have solved the color puzzle. Yay! Yay! I do and a flip you... through the door as I go because that's <laughs> how I who I am. And, and Nadia flips off uh, the other team as you come out. Joe and Potts and Grace are there, and Joe says, I knew you guys would be the first three to do it. I knew shut you'd up, win. Joe. Joe, shut uh, up. Thank I you, Joe. Turn- that means a lot. Irene turns to the people coming through the door now. Hey, guys, that was so much fun. Thank you. We'll get You You all get them next time. We, we just barely made it. Wasn't that fun, though? It seemed really fun. And Sylvain just looks at you like he could stab you in the head. Your vest won't protect against that, so be careful. Pot says, all right, listen, you guys, that was awesome. We're very proud of you. But as you know, you have a very big day tomorrow. Tomorrow is the day we do the augmentation. So go to your rooms. Whoa. I don't see Pots on my guest list. What does Pots do? He's IT head. He's my... Potts. Oh, Potts. Yeah, that's see, Remy's boss. Uh, hey, Potts, can you uh, back up and start over and f- particularly focus on sort of the augmentation part of it this time around? Am I going to get a third, maybe a fourth leg? What's What are we talking about? Blasters in the chat? What are you, what do you, hey, Potts, what are you talking about, man? You know what? You guys have had a lot thrown at you today. Bright and early tomorrow morning. The, you can't the prep you, just, you can't just mention body augmentation and then walk it back, Potts. 
Well, we'll tell you about it in the morning. We'll have a big debriefing tomorrow morning, big breakfast debriefing. So be thinking about what you want to eat. And we'll talk about it. And we'll we'll give you the waivers. This is totally your choice. We'll talk about it in the morning. So okay? it's not a cult. Wait, it's not a cult? I don't think it's a cult. I think we're probably good on that front. Is it POTS? On the scale of ear piercing to second head attachment, where are we landing vis-a-vis augmentations? I hate to get hung up on this. Let's say 75% more towards the head thing. Oh, my God. But I'm telling you, it is going to transform your life. It is absolutely amazing what's going to happen to you. Okay, so just one last time. Not a cult. Not a cult. Okay. It it might be cult-ish. All right, cult-adjacent. <laughs> uh, one last question. Can we go back in the room now that we've solved the test? Yeah. Are you still I hungry? Go, I, I go get my pyramid of burgers. I'm going to finish these in my room. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> All right, get some sleep. I'm not going to be sleeping great after eating 20 sliders, but we'll see about that. Okay. Um, next morning rolls around. You go to a uh, uh, one of the private dining rooms. Um, in the section, as a matter of fact, uh, each one of the wings has their own private dining room. And for right now, you're in Humanities. Remember, Humanity in the Do Good Fellowship also includes medical. So your three department heads are actually all three there. You sit down at a table. They give you chairs this time. And you're having breakfast. And so uh, Joe and Potts and... Uh, Grace, are talking to you. And uh, Joe starts off because he's the head of R&D. He says, all right, I know you, you folks have a lot of questions about the process. Um, and I, I want to tell you about it. It's called the stem plant process. Stem plants are these very tiny molecular bonds that we introduce into your system. And the stem plants automatically go to places in your body to emphasize whether it's mental, whether it's physical, whatever it is that uh, act as little tiny bioorganic um, enhancers. Uh, The process, we have a really good idea how it works. Uh, And ironically, uh, it's, it's based on research that Nadia here has done Nadia. Uh, tell them a little bit about your the research that you do you do with the uh, with the artificial uh, the skin. Yeah. Um. So basically, what I've created is a kind of smart biopolymer. Um. It acts uh, where you would normally need skin from a donor. Um. It acts as both the skin and a bandage. It um. It mimics. Human skin, it grows, it changes, it heals, and over time bonds with with the person who receives it um, and becomes part of their body. It's basically amazing and a miracle, and I did it, and you're all welcome. I re- Remy raises his hand and waits. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah Remy. Remy. I think I'm good on skin. I appreciate the offer, but like I have plenty of skin already and I don't need extra skin. Where would it go even, I guess, is my first question. On top of the skin that's already there, or would it just kind of dangle off? Because that's... I no, this, 
and this is where Grace steps in and she says, uh, the technology that we use almost introduces you into a cocoon that sort of covers your entire body. Skin cocoon. And it, oh. in, well, now wait, you emerge from the cocoon after the stem plants are injected to you. So that's, you're not going to have extra skin hanging off of you like a big goiter or something. Uh, it's just the way that we get the stem plants into your system. There's no pain involved whatsoever. Can we Are please we- stop talking about my miracle creation like it's a gross skin thing? No, it's, it's good. Like silly it's good. Putty. It's good skin. It's like plastic or silly putty or, or some kind of. It's 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 not skin. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm confused. Are we talking about steroids here? Because I I'm I I don't think I want to do that. I don't want to get DQ'd from the next qualifier. It's not and steroids, pot, right? The pot says, "Well, I got to tell you, you are going to be permanently changed. This this is not a reversible process, and that's why we have to make sure that all three of you." want to go through this process. There's something else you need to know about the process. Once it's established with these stem plants, and once you three have gained these abilities, these abilities only work in these three parts. In other words, the three of you have to be within a 100 yards of each other for these abilities to function. Is that you- mandatory? It is. <laughs> I think I'm going to be telling you that everything's mandatory from this point on. In other words, you three have to function within that proximity to each other for your abilities to work. Um, I'm actually going to do um, a, what's it called when you make yourself do something? Compel? Yeah, I'm going to do a compel on myself. One of my aspects is Remy needs to be pushed. Um, and I'm going to do that now and turn to Remy and say, don't be a coward. There's no jumps in technology without risk. And Nadia rolls up her sleeves and shows a patch of this smart polymer that she tested on herself. When I couldn't get approval to test this on humans, I did it myself. And now I'm in the running for the Nobel Prize. So don't yeah, no, be scared I'm and not- try it. I'm not scared. I mean, you earlier, I think someone said the term skin cocoon, and I, that's going to be sort of rattling around my cage for a while. But um, I just to be, I need to clarify something real quick. Hey, Potts. Mm-hmm. Are you about to give us superpowers? Remy, Irene, Nadia, we are about to make you gods. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my friend's favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor. I'm Judge John Hodgman. You're hearing the voices of real litigants, real people who have submitted disputes to my internet court at the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I hear their cases. I ask them questions. They're good ones. And then I tell them who's right and who's wrong. 
Thanks to Judge John Hodgman's ruling, my dad has been forced to retire one of the worst dad jokes of all time. Instead of cutting his own hair with a flobie, my husband has his hair cut professionally. I have to join a community theater group. And my wife has stopped bringing home wild animals. It's the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Find it every Wednesday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Thanks, Judge John Hodgman. Hey, you, with the headphones. Just between you and me, the MaxFun store just got some of that sweet, sweet new merch in stock. You know, that merch from your favorite MaxFun shows? Could be posters, tote bags, shirts, stickers, patches, aprons. We got it all. Well, we got a lot. Point is, there's some new stuff. Go to MaxFunStore.com.